Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener supported. Click the donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Create your own band opening. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information. And LDG. An LDG automatic tuner between your transmitter and antenna will match impedances and ensure maximum power output while protecting your finals from damage due to reflected RF. To learn more, visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 watts and a wire. Uh, yes, sir. Hey, it's Christian Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Welcome to the intersection of life and amateur radio. This is a weekly audio podcast. Supported by a great online community. If you do social media, visit us on Facebook and Twitter. From any Facebook page, do a search for 100 Watts and a Wire podcast. Jump in and have a good time. There's a lot of great Elmering there. Patient people. So you can ask questions and uh, get good answers. Cold here in Missouri. It sounds like a... Opening line from a John Denver song. It's cold here in the city. You know what I'm talking about. My music head's out there like, I got you, I got you, John Denver. Man, taking too soon. All the plane crashes, man. I love John Denver. Grew up listening to him and uh, Jim Croce. Of course, the day the music died. Now, I like Buddy Holly and Richie Valens' music fine, but... John Denver and Jim Croce. Oh, man. I was like, what? Oh, okay, I can still listen to the record. I had never seen that. Actually, I had seen John Denver a couple of times in Baltimore because he had this thing where he would show up and do the seventh inning stretch from time to time. And they would do Thank God I'm a Country Boy. In Baltimore, they still do Thank God I'm a Country Boy during the seventh inning stretch. Now, I guess, you know, I don't know. He would just turn up. He'd be there, and it would always be on the news whenever he came to Baltimore. Sad to hear of his passing when that happened. That sucked. Well, how you doing? Have your ears recovered? I'm kind of contested out. I'm sorry. On the other hand, Rhea's coming up to talk to us how cool contesting is, and I'm not anti-contesting at all. It's not that. It's that... I don't know, maybe I have sensitive ears. I don't know, maybe I'm just a sensitive guy. But, you know, I'm used to hearing, you know, just normal radio traffic and all that sort of stuff. And after several hours or a couple days, day and a half of contesting where everybody's really working close in and all the signals are kind of blending together. And it's not like you can pull, you can pull out the signal on that frequency, but everybody nearby is just, you know, muffled. And then you hear somebody down in Guam. 
So I'm a bit contested out in terms of, you know, what I'm trying to hear. That said, I use contesting in a different way. I've talked about it many times over 191 episodes. I like to test my antennas. Granted, that's changed a little bit now that I have an amplifier. I have upgraded my station. 100 watts and a wire is, you know, the name of this show. It basically gets us back to our roots. Maybe the things that brought us here in the first place. So it's the name of the show. It's not sort of a uh, philosophy or a way you have to work. Maybe it is more of a philosophy of getting back to where we came from and the things that really interest us about this great hobby and service. Less about specific power. I noticed this on the net. You know, we start our net and it goes out to the net logger. Nets are on Sunday evening, 7 o'clock Central Time. 0100 UTC at the moment here in the winter. But 7 o'clock Central Time, we kick off and we have net controls, Washington State. I'm here in Missouri, and Ian is in Maine. So, anywho, you know, we pass it around a little bit. Everybody is welcome to check in with us, but I think they see it on the net logger, and they're like, hey, I'm just running 100 watts in a wire right now, and I'm like, that's really cool. That's really cool. You can bring anything you want, 5 watts, 1,500 watts. It's all good with us. It's the name of the show, and it's how we begin. Most of us, some of us may go with lower power, you know. Some of us may just come right out of the box with an amplifier and running, you know, 1,500 watts. I don't know. For me, I had an old Drake TR7, still do, and I put a wire up in the tree. My first antenna was a trap, 40 and 80 meter antenna that my Elmer gave to me. And, you know, things change. You upgrade, whatever. But so now that I've upgraded a little bit, I kind of chase the places that I don't have. And Guam, I thought, you know, here's what's happening, friends. Here's what's happening. Back in the early days when I was trying to work all states and work my DXCC, which is to say I want to work 100 entities worldwide, countries, I wanted to do it 100 watts. And I did. But I also was doing a lot on 15 meters, and a lot of things were not really confirmed. I didn't belong to the Bureau. I wasn't getting cards every, you know, couple of months from exotic places that I had worked. So essentially, they weren't necessarily confirmed. They were in my log, but they may not have been uploaded to Logbook of the World or whoever was going to recognize my achievement. And so now when these DXCC, or these DX uh, worldwide come up, I look at them and I go, okay, there's an interesting call sign. Okay, that's Guam. And I'll look back in my logbook to see if I have them. And then if it says something like, yep, you've got one contact with Guam on 15 meters, I go, oh, oh, that probably wasn't confirmed. Let me go ahead and work them again. I'll work Guam and get like two. You know, two is one. Let's just see. So I, I did work Guam on Saturday. New Zealand. Actually, my first, talking about 15 meters, I haven't worked 15 meters in years, dude. Years, dudette. Friends, all this. 
I'm popping around on the 7610. Bloop, bloop, checking it out on the hex beam. Bloop, bloop. And all of a sudden, 15 meters has Zulu Mike 1 Alpha all by himself calling. And it's New Zealand. And I have a soft spot down in my plums for this. New Zealand is New Zealand. I worked New Zealand like 5 in the morning, 100 watts. Jumped out of my chair. was so excited. Didn't need New Zealand. But again... Here we are. I didn't work 15 meters for a long time, wanted to, and just did it. So it was kind of, you know, I'm not out there piling up a lot of numbers. I'm being choosy, if you will. Couldn't resist it. It's 7,978 miles away. You know, I also worked Mexico. I don't know what it was, man. I think we lose our religion sometimes and we get all caught up in the politics of it. And here we are, there's a ham in Mexico calling out. People are making contacts with him, saying hello and thank you and all this stuff. And, you know, it's, you know, it's one-on-one interaction right now. We're not trying to, you know, cut anything off with, say, Mexico. Made the contact. Made contacts with Mexico years ago. Just for some reason, I felt... Mexico. Let me go ahead and get into Mexico here. Let me say hello to Louise. And I did. And Bulgaria. Bulgaria was, I didn't have it. Strange. Meanwhile, in recent times, I'm learning a little bit more about my family, and perhaps all of this may have come from Bulgaria, could have actually moved through Russia and into Poland, Poland to America. You know, so I'm like, Bulgaria, interesting. Okay, Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, I'm throwing it out there. I'm just not sure which ones are becoming confirmed right now, and if I go back to the log and I see 15 meters, I know that I worked them years ago, and there's a good chance that maybe I'm not getting my paper because maybe it wasn't confirmed, or confirmed in the ways that we're we're doing now, which I do up a logbook of the world. 15 meter contact for me is pretty rare. The weather here has been a little nutty. I mean, uh, I mean cold, like it's 10 degrees right now. It was like six or something yesterday felt like minus 10, but on Saturday, 45 degrees, I got out and buried uh, some 213 coax out near my switcher. I'm learning now that, well, the ground was soft. At this point, the ground was soft because we had some snow. It melted, got real warm. So we kind of had like a, you know, you're not planting seeds in this stuff, but you could put, you know, a spade in the ground, move it, and uh, bury some cable if you needed to. And that's what I did before it snowed on uh, Sunday, iced over on Monday. I just wanted to make a little more room out there. I need to go out there and weed eat. I'm not burying this stuff real deep. I mean, it comes, you know, it's at the switcher. There's a run of coax that I buried. Uh, wherever it goes up into that tree, you know, it comes back out of the earth. But I, I just wanted to put more of it under the ground. I'm noticing that the wind is whipping through. And I used to think, oh, wow, it's really just galloping my wire. Look at that. And my wires have been okay, knock wood or particle board or whatever this is. Oh, go to the forehead. But the wind is whipping 
you know, I've got 50 feet of coax, you know, hanging from a tree and the wind is pulling it and it's kind of moving it around. So I thought, you know, maybe I'll put it underground a little bit. It's buriable. It's uh, 213 can be buried fine. No problem. I don't have it like that where I can put it in conduit. The people who really can are the haves, the, the people who can, the haves, you know, can run some conduit under the earth and then run their cables through it. That sounds sexy. Uh, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. I probably also won't have, you know, towers with uh, tons of aluminum and Yagi's stacked on them. It's just not, you know, not in the car. I never say never, but, uh, you know, I can't. I can't see it. So I put some of this uh, 213 under the ground, and then uh, promptly it snowed on and froze. So, you know, hopefully the wind will keep, you know, I hope it was a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. It it has plenty of moo. You can move it, bring it up, and bring it down. But uh, some of it, you know, between these are runs, too. It's not like I just buried two feet. Eh, a bit of a run here, you know. Probably at least 25 feet before it needs to go back up into the sky. So uh, we'll keep an eye on it and see. But I have noticed that uh, some of them have been just kind of whipping and twisting back, and they're in strange places. You know, every once in a while I'd put like a little piece of wood or a half of a brick on them to kind of hold them. But, you know, you got animals running through the woods. you got all sorts of stuff out there to contend with. I'm going to uh, keep this show short today at least in my part there's a great piece of audio i want to share with you from the net on sunday night again sundays at seven o'clock central come by check in you'll see us on net logger if you look and we'll update the frequency on our social media outlets uh, usually but spin around we're around 7192 ish in that range but uh, Steve W7UDI made a contact, uh, and I'll tell you about that. And it was really interesting. If you like kids, uh, the next generation of potential generation of ham radio operators, you'll want to hear this. Coming up next. Whether you say 73 or 73, even 73s, we're still 100 watts and a wire. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, a color touchscreen, D-Star capability, RF direct sampling on 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands, Dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation as well as dual watch and 100 watts max output power on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. Visit icomamerica.com backslash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. I gotta cut the levels of distortion. I gotta modulate the volume. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast, proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable when you sell it with no paperwork required. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. 
Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. Okay, I want to play a piece of audio that comes from Sunday Evening's Net. I'm going to do that in just a little bit, but first we want to hear from Rhea. I have a special ops segment. Each week we're taking a different look at the many layers of this great hobby. Contesting seems to be pretty popular, and it has been for the last couple of weekends. Here's Rhea, N2RJ. One of the first things I learned as a contester was the art of stamina. You have to be in it to win it, as they say. So what does this mean exactly? Well, to begin with, if you're putting in a serious effort in a contest, you want to ensure that you have as few interruptions as possible. Some people, basically, they schedule activities for the family and they go into their contest shacks and they spend the whole weekend contesting. I actually heard a story of a ham in Japan who locked the door to his shack during a contest weekend, told his family don't disturb, and at the end he came out smiling from ear to ear. Great score, no doubt, but you don't have to be that extreme. If you hear any contester talk about their iron pants, you know that they really mean that they want to stay in the chair as long as possible. You see, the chair is your most important piece of equipment in a contest station. If you're not in the chair, you're not making contacts. If you're not making contacts, then you're really not contesting. So there are a few ways to do this. The hardcore contesters, as I mentioned, may use lock and key and stash food and snacks at their station. But generally what you do, especially if you're running, is you have to stay focused. You don't ever want to give up a productive run frequency to search and pounce. If it gets bad now and again, keep plugging away. Of course, if the band dies down, feel free to move around. Many contesters now use two radios, as in single operator two radios or SO2R. This isn't for the faint of heart and requires special equipment. Most commonly, you need filters, you need a second set of antennas, and of course, an interface for two radios. It really reminds me of a DJ at a party throwing down the beats, spinning the turntables, except that you're spinning the knob and you're making QSOs. Also consider your sleep strategy. Many contesters bank sleep before the contest so they can run the full 48 hours. Some try to sleep, you know, they sleep a little bit and they run as much as possible and then they take small breaks. No matter where you're located, there's bound to be a time when you can take a nap for a couple of hours. And really a couple hours is all you really need to sleep. You can sleep after the contest. During the contest, if you take a couple hours as a refresher, it'll actually work out well where you don't miss too much and you're still able to actually operate. So another thing you can do is actually contest with friends. Make it a multi-op. This way you can take a break and your teammates can take over. Some of us have more fun that way. It is more fun with friends. Some multi-ops are elaborate affairs such as K3LR or W3LPL. They aren't big guns. They're basically a ham radio army. <laughs> I think calling them big guns would be an understatement. Lots of antennas and lots of ops and lots of fun. 
And then you have the smaller operations, like just two or more ops sharing a single radio. Look at WK1DS, the Lee family. They have fun with a very modest setup, and they have a multi, so they're able to basically have everybody have fun and make the most of their time. And with that, I'd like to pay tribute to a dear friend. You see, last year I became part of a multi-op team contesting at K2TTT. K2TTT is Jay Rodman, a ham who loved his hobby almost as much as he loved his family and life itself. He would invite many hams to use a station. Sadly, Jay left us a couple weeks ago. We did the ARRLDX SSB contest as a station, as he would want it that way. See you down the log, my friend. For 100 watts on a wire, I'm Rhea Jerem, N2RJ. More contacts, less Alpha Hotels. This is 100 watts and a wire. Made in America, shared worldwide. This is 100 watts and a wire. The new MFJ2100 is here. It's the Octopus Antenna Hub. It can turn your ham sticks into four fully balanced dipoles in minutes. You can mix and match any four HF, VHF, and UHF bands. Simply screw in, say, 80, 40, 20-meter ham sticks and a dual 2-meter 440 whip on opposite sides. Now you have an automatic band switching 5-band dipole. It works at any height. Low for local NVIS and high for DX, and say at a fixed height, 20 or 30 feet, use 80 meters for NVIS and 20 meters for low angle DX. It mounts on any mast up to one inch in diameter. You can use a fiberglass pole and a tripod and you're on the air. It's perfect for casual portable operation or if you have limited space, HOAs, you can take it to field day or camping. It has a single coax feed with a built-in ballon and what's more, your ham sticks break down to four feet for easy storage. Visit mfjenterprises.com for more information about the Octopus Antenna Base, the MFJ2100. That's mfjenterprises.com. And Max Gain Systems, your source for fiberglass tube and rod, the perfect material for push-up mast, antenna building, and support projects, RF connectors, and adapters, highest quality, at lowest prices. Visit them online at mgs4u.com. That's Mike, Golf, Sugar, the number four, the u.com. Things heard on the radio. Okay, I want to spend the last remaining moments of this show. If you like children and you're thinking about the future of amateur radio, maybe this is for you. If not, maybe skip forward to the part at the end where I give away the 7610. Okay. Everybody with me now? Damn right you are. Now, W7UDI is a friend of mine. He's been there since the beginning. Check his 100-watt ID, okay? It'll tell you it's so low that he was there in the beginning. And we run together on the 100 watts in a wire Sunday evening net. And he was taking calls from Washington State. And the great thing about our net is we've got an East Coast net control operator, a Midwest, and a West Coast. So he's hearing things that I'm not hearing and vice versa. So I heard somebody down in there low and they were calling out their call sign. I thought, you know, that sounds like either a YL or a kid. I sent him a message because he was working another station at the time. So he would call for this station. 
And uh, here's how it goes. Okay, Steve, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, this is uh, Kilo 7 Tango, Bravo, Bravo, 73. All right, 73. All right, there's a Kilo India 6 station. Kilo India 6, come again. Kilo India 6, Officer Sierra Sierra. All right, Oscar Sierra Sierra. Okay, Kilo India 6, Oscar Sierra Sierra. Do I have that right? Okay. Roger, Roger. All righty, David at uh, Eagle Mountain, Utah. <laughs> Do I have that right? Yeah, I'm in Eagle Mountain. Excellent. Well, good evening. My name is Steve. And I'm located here in Washington State. Uh, glad to have you here. I appreciate you giving us a call. I heard you there earlier, so uh, uh, sorry about uh, waiting a bit to get to you, but uh, you're sounding good up here in uh, Washington State. A good F7 to F8 uh, at this end. Uh, back to you. Yeah, thank you, Steve. My name is Cannon. I'm with my grandpa, and I'm working on my radio merit badge. Oh, all righty, Cannon, and uh, so uh, uh, what troops do you belong to? We're troop 1008. Okay, 1008, and uh, all righty, so I, I got to remember all my Boy Scout stuff, and uh, so I, is it... Uh, is it ratings that you uh, you get uh, in the scouts? Uh, what's the uh, do, you know? So what level are you at right now in your uh, in your in your scouting? Okay, yeah, I'm almost alive, but right now I'm a star. Okay, so you're a star. All right. Well, excellent. Well, good deal. And uh, just almost life. So, so um, getting your radio merit badge is that going to help you get get to the star rating? I mean, to the life rating. I'm sorry about that. You're star now, and you're going for life. Yeah, the requirements are we have to talk for 10 minutes on the radio. Oh, my. <laughs> well, you found the guy that can talk to you for 10 minutes, but uh, I don't think you'd just want to talk to one guy for 10 minutes. But uh, if, uh, you know, if you get out and talk to three or four people uh, three or four minutes each, then you'll definitely have the uh, the ten minutes and then you get to learn uh, about where they are and uh, and what they do and things like that. So, uh, so uh, uh, Cannon, what grade are you in? We're using an Elecraft K3S. Oh, okay, K, uh, LSF K3, well, that's great. And, uh, yeah, so I'm using a uh, Yaesu FT-DX3000. It's, a, you know, just a desktop uh, Yaesu radio. And then I'm uh, uh, feeding that into an amplifier to boost my uh, power up. And uh, so we're doing about 11, 1,200 watts on our voice speaks. And then the antenna I made myself. It's a... Uh, what they call a double bazooka. It's kind of like a uh, dipole. Your grandpa can uh, tell you about it. And uh, so I have it in a uh, inverted V. So what it is, it's just like a big triangle. And uh, where the the very top of it uh, is at uh, 75 feet. So I have an 80 foot tower and then I have a uh, uh, an arm that comes off the tower. Well, they, they stick out both sides of the uh, 
of the tower, and I have a pulley system with with ropes, and I just pull the uh, uh, the antenna up to it. And if I need to do any servicing or make any changes, then I just uh, untie the rope at the bottom of the tower, and then I just kind of let the rope down, and I can bring everything down and uh, uh, make changes. So. Uh, pretty simple and uh, it saves from climbing. I, even though I climb a lot for work and things like that, it's uh, if I don't have to climb and keep my feet on the ground, all the better there, uh, uh, Shannon. Kilo uh, uh, India 6 Oscar Sierra Sierra Whiskey 7 United Delta India. And we got to say our call signs about every 10 minutes so that we stay legal with the FCC. So I'm going to turn it back to you. KI6OFS. This is W7UDI. Back to you, Shannon. Steve, we're just running 100 watts. Uh, how is my signal? Okay, I have you on that last transition. You were an F8, and uh, so uh, it's uh, almost to F9. Everybody wants to be F9 and above, but uh, you have a good signal, good audio. I, I have no problems understanding you, and uh, you're very legible. Thanks very much for helping me with my merit badge. Oh, anytime, anytime. So, uh, do you have? Uh, so, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, so, you're doing this for your merit badge, but does any of this getting on the radio and talking around, you know, to, to another state and things like that, have any interest to maybe getting your hand license and uh, and then getting on the radio and talking with Grandpa when you're at home and he's at home and. Uh, or talking to guys and gals and other kids around the world. Is, has this uh, drawn some interest? If it doesn't, it's okay. It's not a problem, but I'm just kind of curious. Uh, uh, my kids have uh, at times said, yeah, you know, I think we can get our license, but then, you know, they, you know, the Internet comes along and they, uh, they seem to have more fun with the Internet than ham radio. Uh, back to you, Kenneth. Thanks for helping me. Uh, what's it like in Washington today? Oh, it is. It was sunny, um, it was, and it's cold and windy. So uh, we, got a, we got a bunch of wind today, probably about uh, 15, 20 miles an hour. And the temperature is uh, around 22 degrees. We got uh, a lot of snow. And, uh, <laughs> I just got a text, and we're, we're going to go the full 10 minutes here, so we'll get to your, your merit badge, and, uh, but uh, it's been kind of a cold day, it's been uh, some drifting going on, so I've had to uh, um, do some plowing on the driveway, my oldest daughter is uh, over here from Seattle, we're a couple hours uh, to the east of Seattle, and um, so she brought the grandbaby, and uh, my wife or grandma is very happy to, to have the grandbaby. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, a pretty good day here over at this. How's it going for you over here in, in Eagle Mountain? Whiskey 7, Uniform Delta India, Kilo India 6, Oscar Sierra Sierra. It's been nice. It's uh, how long have you been on? Uh, it's been nice today. Uh, how long have you had your license? 
Oh, you re- I was just thinking about it today. I've had my license for 42 years. I, I got my license when I was 16 uh, as a teenager. And uh, back in 1976, so it's, it's been a while ago. And I've been uh, active all along uh, the whole time. And uh, the hobby has helped my uh, career as, uh, to where I work and, uh, and other things. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing it uh, for, for a little while here <laughs> and uh, enjoyed. I've always enjoyed the hobby and I'm just as excited about the hobby today as I was when I first got my license. There's lots to do and uh, it just gets better and better all the time there. Uh, Cannon, back to you. Thank you very much. Um, Steve, Bob, uh, I was glad talking with you. Okay. 17? Kilo. This is Kilo India 6 off CCRCS. Alrighty. Did you guys just turn on an amplifier because it just came like 20 over? Uh, <laughs> I, I hear a nice relay in the background. <laughs> Did you guys just turn on an amp? No, we're just running a hundred watts. Holy smokes, the band conditions got good. So, yep, you uh, came over uh, 20, up to 20 over, and on that last one you were 10 over. So, beautiful signal. It's uh, doing good. Uh, can't, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for letting me uh, chat with you, and I hope uh, uh, you, you're successful in your merit badge and, and then you're, uh, it, with uh, scouting and... Uh, and good luck on uh, getting your life rating, and we hope to uh, maybe hear you again one day uh, without the need for, you know, doing the 10 minutes for your merit badge. Just come on here and, uh, and give us a call, and uh, we'll chat again. How's that sound? Thank you. Do you want to talk to my sister? Sure. Bring your sister on. We'd love to talk to her. Um, uh, yeah. Hi, Hazel. That's uh, so nice to meet you. Uh, and uh, how are you doing? My name is Steve, and I'm here in Washington State. How's it going? Um, going really well. Um, how's it going with you? It's going better now. Now I'm getting a chance to talk to you and your brother. It's been, uh... It's been great. Uh, yeah, we've we had a nice day today. My grandson is here, and uh, so it's been a it's been a good day today. How old is your grandson? Well, the this is the, the youngest one, and he's uh, he's nine months old. He was born in May. Uh, just when I came back from the Dayton Ham Convention, uh, the day that I got back home, uh, he was born that day or that night, and. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, nine months old, and uh, he's the, he's the youngest one right now. And I got a couple others that live in Kansas, uh, uh, and uh, don't ask me their age because I, <laughs> I don't remember. But uh, yep, uh, my wife and grandma is uh, very happy to see the uh, uh, dean. Is his name? Uh, so uh, he's he's happy. He's feeling a little sick, but uh, but he seems to be a happy baby today. Well, 
Well, it's that age. It's uh, it's about the three is when uh, when things get to be a little uh, handful. The two they 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 talk about when you're two years old that you're a handful. Nah, never. It's usually around three when uh, it gets to be uh, uh, challenging. So, how old are you, Hazel? Oh, you're the cool child. All right. Well, good deal. So how do you like in school? Um, I'm doing great. Um, my mom is a teacher, and my dad is the principal of Frontier Middle School. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, my, uh... My wife and grand, you know, grandma for Dean. Uh, yeah, she works at the uh, the local high school, and my youngest son is a uh, is a junior, so he's in the eleventh grade at uh, at the high school. So, well, that's cool. Your dad's the principal, and your mom's a teacher, and uh, oh boy, Hazel, they're gonna make sure you're gonna stay up on your homework and everything. So, uh, there's no way you can get away with uh, anything at the school because they'll find out. Yeah, it is uh, very challenging there, but uh, Hazel, man, this is great. I thank you very much for uh, for talking with me and and for your brother too. I really appreciate that. That you, you guys made my evening tonight. Sorry to interrupt you now. Um, seven three. I can't interrupt you tonight. Um, thank you so much for talking with me. And have a good day. And have a good day. Oh, God, no, 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 you didn't interrupt. I mean, so glad you guys uh, came in and, uh, and and talked with us. And no, 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 this is what it's all about. It's not a big deal. It's uh, <laughs> Others can wait, and uh, we're more than happy to talk with you and uh, like talking with the kids. And uh, anytime, anytime you hear uh, me on the air and uh, Grandpa, you know, if the kids want to chat, uh, anytime, uh, welcome to jump in and... Uh, and uh, give us a chat. We uh, we love having them on the air there. Okay, thank you very much. Um, this is Ti Six, um, Oscar Sierra Sierra, or as uh, my grandpa likes to call it, old Stinky socks. Nice. I like it. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Alrighty, Hazel and Cannon and uh, David, uh, thank you guys for uh, stopping by and uh, chatting. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, David, that uh, we've met the requirements for uh, Cannon on his uh, 10 minutes for the uh, for the merit badge. Uh, if not, we'll have to do it another time, and uh, or you'll be able to find uh, others here. But uh, thank you guys for uh, you know joining us here, and we appreciate it. This is the 100 Watts in a Wire uh, Sunday Net. So anytime, uh, David, they uh, we're here every Sunday night. So uh, just give us a shout, and uh, uh, we appreciate uh, having them in. That's uh, great to have the kids, and uh, we got some great grandkids there, uh, David. So Kilo India 6, Oscar Sierra Sierra, the old stinky socks. This is Whiskey 7, United Delta India 7-3. Bye-bye, guys. That is what it's all about. 
It didn't matter that we took 10 minutes out of the net and that stations were calling. Many calling, many do call. They all waited. They waited. And Steve waited patiently and he handled it masterfully. Introducing a new generation to amateur radio. We can put everything aside. And everybody did it. Everybody did it. Look, if you QRM a kid, you are the worst of the worst. And the people calling into our net took the time. They either enjoyed listening to it or they came back later. Whatever it was, everybody took a pause. As Steve worked not one, but two young people who may just want to get their license. The young lady said that's what she wanted to do. And Grandpa over there doing his thing. Just beautiful, man. Well done, Steve. The virtual high five, the shout out from the show. It was beautiful. It was excellent. And that's how we want to do it. That's how we want to do it. That's how you can cultivate a new generation. At least take the time. You notice there were pauses between what he would say during his transmission and Grandpa helping her on her side or or the young man. Kind of, you know, set it up. There was no jumping. There was no doubling. It was pause and wait and wait it out and everything was great. Beautiful work. Excellent. We'll see you. You never know what's going to happen on our Nets on Sunday. Got to check in from Hawaii. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a lot of fun. Take care of yourselves and take care of your families. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.